Broadcasting from Rochester, New York, at the intersection of faith and sports, it's Benson and those guys. The exclusive place to hear commentary from those guys, making it the world's number one faith-based sports radio program. Here he is, Benson and those guys on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Good morning and welcome to Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com, or on Twitter, at btgprogram. I am uh, here with Christian Dan. Dan Borello is with me. And, of course, those guys, Darren and Zach, standing here, looking fly, uh, making dreams come true, as they so often do. <laughs> Guys, let me ask you this. If you were Colin Kaepernick, would you have signed this deal? After early reports suggested that he had signed a record-setting contract in terms of guaranteed dollars, it turns out that most of the guaranteed money uh, is tied to injury, and he, the 49ers are really only on the hook for the first uh, $13 million dollars for this year. After that, the team has about until April 1st to decide whether or not to renew that contract for the guaranteed amount of money for that year. Would you have signed that deal if you're Colin Kaepernick? Absolutely. Why Why wouldn't you? I, I even heard that he made sure that uh, the team had the, the cap space and the money to be able to sign some of his teammates to, to some more contracts, longer contracts. Uh, I love it. I wasn't a huge Kaepernick fan, but when I heard this news, I immediately became became a fan of his. Well, it's definitely a team-friendly contract, but I'm wondering, what are the chances he gets cut prior to the end of this contract? I believe the end of the contract is 2017. What are the chances he gets cut when there's no guarantee in there before that time? Well, winning's everything. If they if they keep winning and, they, and he keeps playing like he has for the first two years... Well, you, know, you say keeps winning. He's... Come close. What's he? Seventeen and six in two years, I think it is, or something like three, that. Three NFC Championship games, no Lombardi Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, he's he's young. I'm telling you, they're they're definitely going to keep renewing it as long as he's winning. Zach, and the thing about Kaepernick too is he's so young and he's so dynamic. He's not a player that a team lets go for nothing. Maybe they don't bring him back for whatever unforeseen reason, but they're going to trade him and get something for him. He, they're not going to just cut him and let him go. Dan? Uh, well, I, in the NFL, I mean, if, you, if you're hurt, and he'll, he'll get a $60 million. That's guaranteed no matter what. Now, if he decides, if he can't perform or if he gets hurt, he's all done. They'll let him go. He, there's not, they don't really trade that much in the NFL, but I'll say this, though. I mean, uh, quarterbacks are worth every penny. It's the only position you can't overpay for. It's for a franchise quarterback. He's proven he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, but uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks who haven't won anything either that are pretty good right now. He's very, very good. I think this deal was great for him to sign because it's the NFL. You can get hurt. And if you don't sign that deal now, they can say goodbye next year if he's just, if he's just not the same quarterback. I doubt they would do that. So he's going to get his money. The 49ers are going to get all they can out of him. He'll probably stay there for his career. I think he's going to be a good one for a long time. I think it was a smart move on both ends. Let me ask you about this one. Does this remind you of perhaps of some of the little guys' baseball teams that you have either coached or played on? Montana AA State Softball Championship game ended this week on a round tripper. A strikeout round tripper in the bottom of the seventh inning billings west's kendall bolts swung and missed at strike three but the catcher couldn't hang on to the ball and bolts made her way around the bases due to three errors committed by big sky fielders 
Have you guys ever heard of such a thing, especially in the state championship game? Now, Darren, I know you to be a softball player, <laughs> and you fancy yourself to be a elite softball player. I am elite. But have you experienced this on the diamond? No, never. It's unacceptable. And assuming that they classify their high schools the same way we do around here, Double A sounds like a a pretty big school, and uh, they should probably have more talent out there. I mean, you can't throw the ball around the infield and make three errors to lose the game like that. That's that's horrible. That's embarrassing. Well, now you got a guy on your Wednesday night team that threw it over the backstop. Over the backstop. Now, yeah. granted, it was from center field or something like that, but it that went over was, the backstop. That was me because I have a hand cannon, and I just got a little excited. <laughs> oh, I can remember in... Uh, Playing in a little league, I was on a little league team three years. Three years, I was on the same team because they, they you stayed on the same team. They didn't reshuffle the deck. We won one baseball game in three years. Now let me tell you about the bad news bears. <laughs> this this was we that's what we were essentially. Now I was conflicted because we were the Red Sox, so I don't know if I was happy that we only lost one game <laughs> or, or, or only, only won one, one game. game. Yeah, or whatever, guys. Let me ask you about this one. The head coach of the U.S. national team has pronounced that the team has no shot to win the World Cup. No chance at all. Now, while most of us hardcore soccer fans like me would agree, uh, is it cool to say that your team has no chance? And how exactly do you coach a team that has no chance? Are you just handing out participation trophies? No matter how much you think that your team's not going to win, you can't go out and say that. You can't go out and say, yeah, we're not going to win. What are your – you have to go into a locker room of professionals and and coach them having said to the media that you're not going to win. You cannot say that. You can't do it. Hey, guys, you know, uh, play your hardest, do a good job. The most important thing, you're not going to win, so just have fun out there. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking that this coach is maybe a genius because if I'm on the U.S. national team right now, I am, I'm angry that the coach went out and said that. I'm going to play harder now. So maybe he's doing this to, uh, to motivate the guys. Maybe he's pulling a page out of Herb Brooks's old playbook with the Team USA 1980 hockey team where they had no chance and he would get them to hate him basically to prove that they could go out and win and they went out and beat the Soviets that everybody talks about that game. Nobody's talked about hockey since, but uh, maybe in soccer, you know, th- this could be that moment, that watershed moment where, hey, we're finally talking about soccer for a reason other than, hey, it's every four years and it's the World Cup. Personally, you just let Landon Donovan, the most well-known soccer player from America, go. You let him walk. You, that means you have 25 guys who are better than him, and now you're saying, oh, yeah, by the way, even though we have 25 better players than Landon Donovan, we still have no chance. It's, I think it's self-preservation on his part because anything out of that pool is gravy. So, hey, why not, right? Yeah, I mean, that's your goal. Your goal is coming out of your own pool, and you're, and you're, not, you're probably not going to do that. The pool even. of death, they're calling it? Yeah. I mean, there are 32 teams, whatever, that's invited to this tournament. And there are legitimately four that have a shot to win it. Hey, you got your second-tier teams, but there are really only four teams that have a chance. And the USA, unfortunately, is just not even part of that second-tier group. Mm-hmm. And is the coach just being honest? Or is the coach, well, I mean, you guys said he's a genius, but... I don't know if he's a genius. I think he's preserving himself. I said maybe. 
You can't say baby. You can't do that. This is sports radio, Darren. You can't do that. You either take one side of the ledge or the other. You can't if. You can't waffle. I'm going to sit on the fence. Oh! Well, the track record for uh, Team USA is not all that good. In 2010, winning only one game. In 2002, they won two games. That was quite a run. Uh, Three out of the last six World Cups, they didn't win a game at all. So how realistic is that team going to come out of this tournament winning? What do you got to win? At least five to advance? Oh, you're the soccer guy. You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> you have no Big idea. soccer guy. I have no idea. I read it in a newspaper. <laughs> hey, did you know the uh, MLB draft started? And does anybody care? It's Well, since we don't know who these guys are, they're all coming out of high school. They're coming out of college. Nobody follows college baseball. As much as the College World Series is always on, nobody's following it with the metal, the metal bat league. It's not happening. And on top of that, guys get redrafted. If they don't want to sign, they get, they get thrown back in the pool. That's unlike any other sport. And I know baseball tried to put the draft on television, and maybe they're doing it again this year but uh yeah why nobody knows who these people are and you don't have that immediate impact player no you don't have like in the nba and the nfl what makes those drafts so exciting is your team can change overnight dramatically overnight in baseball and and even in hockey with those rare exceptions you're putting a guy into a lower level league for a, a couple of years and, until he develops. I I couldn't agree with you more. And I think the other thing too about uh, minor league sports is that you know it's baseball is the only real minor league sport. I mean, hockey has it too. Hockey's draft is huge for this reason. Canada. Because they play juniors, they don't play, they don't necessarily go to college. They play juniors, and they follow these kids from the ground up, going through high school. They know, I mean, they're going to special leagues and stuff like that to play. And they, they you know, they're actually appearing in Canada. They're looking for their hometown guy to make it big. I think baseball is the only draft that really there's not a cult following behind the NFL draft. We know about. NBA, absolutely, it's coming up. But baseball is not really, doesn't, because you got to wait forever for these guys to show up. And look at all the drafts. Look at Derek Jeter and his draft. And look at the article that uh, Andrew Marchand wrote on ESPN.com about Brian Taylor. Remember Brian Taylor? What happened with Brian Taylor? Who was he compared to? Todd Van Poppel. Well, who was Todd Van Poppel? I mean, but Derek Jeter was the sixth pick of this draft, the first five guys you've never heard of. It's such a long, it's such a long shot to make it in Major League Baseball that nobody pays attention until you get called up. Well, they are putting it on TV. They're trying uh, to make a big deal of it, but it just doesn't have the weight that the NBA, the NFL does. You agree, guys? I agree, and I'm I'm the rare guy that's a prospect nerd. And if I was at home right now, I'd I you know, or when it was going on, I probably would have been watching the draft. But uh, I don't know anyone else that watches it, and I I I'll admit, even I don't know who a lot of these guys are. You guys. The two of you watch the draft for one reason, so you know in a couple of years who to get on the show. Your MLB video games, would you guys play? That game is great. Yeah, I know. You're always always back and forth about it. Hey, when we come back from the break, we have more stuff. Benson and those guys, btgprogram.com. Benson and those guys presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. 
Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit Town & Country Solution. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team. Any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. This segment of Benson and Those Guys brought to you by Team Valley. Team Valley Incorporated is a nonprofit organization whose goal is to provide high-level youth sports opportunities at lower cost. And here's where you can help. The third annual Team Valley Golf Tournament takes place Sunday, June 8, 2014. Registration at 11.30. Shotgun start at 1. It's the Chile Country Club at 760 Chile Scottsville Road in Scottsville. For more info, email Dave Valley. That's Dave at valleybaseball.com. V- A-L-L-E baseball.com. Dave at valleybaseball.com. Registration is now open for GNT Soccer in Hilton, beginning August 16th and continuing each Saturday morning through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. Happy Five Soccer for ages 5 through 11 and GNT Soccer for ages 12 through 14. All games are played at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton, serving the community for 23 years. The soccer programs offered through GNT Athletics teach soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that will leave your family with many great memories. For more information or to register, visit gntsoccer.com. It's Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Benson and Those Guys, btgprogram.com, at btgprogram on Twitter. We're joined now by Justin Beach, the head baseball coach at the College of Brockport. Justin, congratulations on winning the SUNYAC Coach of the Year Award. Thank you, sir. Hey, are you able to tell us a little bit? Talk about what that means to you. That's a pretty uh, heavy-duty award. I appreciate that. Um, You know, anytime you get honored, I guess, from your peers, uh, the the other SUNYAC coaches get an opportunity to to vote on that each year. And um, there's there's a, a lot of good coaches in our conference, and any one of them, um, you know, could easily uh, accept that award as well. Uh, and I guess anytime you get some type of award, it really goes back to your assistant coaches and and uh, you know the players, to so the ones behind the scenes, the ones that are doing all the work. And you know, of course, the head coach gets the you know gets the brunt of uh, the losses and sometimes the successes as well. And we were lucky enough to have a pretty good year, and um, I guess the other coaches noticed that. Well, you've been able to uh, string a couple of good years together. You uh, trips to the NCAA regional tournaments, and uh, uh, you've really built Brockport into one of the better programs uh, around the state. It's being recognized as such. What do you think the key to staying there is going to be for you? Well, it's always about getting good people around you. You know, everybody knows that. Good, good assistant coaches, 
we got to recruit quality um, student athletes and and uh, along with with good families that are going to support their, their their kids and um, you know their extracurricular activities and and having an opportunity to play college baseball this is certainly a privilege and we're lucky enough to have uh, uh, something uh, pretty special to offer those kids with a good institution and uh, a lot of support from from our college president all the way down to, to in, anybody at the college. So, in recruiting uh, student athletes, what qualities do you look for? What is what is something that you immediately look for in a potential student athlete? Uh, I mean, I get that question a lot from parents and, and uh, you know younger kids and whatnot. But one of the biggest things I look for is, is uh, work ethic. You know, and, and that's hard to see sometimes in, in a short period of time, but. And that kids work ethic at, at this level it can really go a long way, and, and, and really in anything they do in life. And, um, you know, we talk a lot about becoming a better person, a better student, a better athlete, and and really if they they want to put the work behind it, they're gonna they're gonna be able to succeed at that stuff. In a nutshell, uh, I mean, obviously, good baseball training based on your track record. I think I read it. You have almost a 600 winning percentage. But why why should a student consider the College of Brockport? What is it you tell a recruit to assure them that Brockport is really the place for them? Yeah, I mean, the school, like I said, it's got a lot of good things to offer each student. Uh, you know, if number one is they're going to go to college, they're going to go to college to get an education. And we try to tell the parents that, when you go and choose a college, you want to make sure you have a good, um, a good idea what what the student wants to do when he goes to, to college. Um, so we we have a lot of different majors. We have a lot, I guess, we're accredited in a bunch of different areas. And um, you know, when you get a degree from Brockport, that you're known as the uh, one of the few that had that opportunity to to shine and, and uh, get a pretty good education. So you know, I think there's a lot of alumni out there that that speak highly on, about Brockport and. I'm one of them. Actually, I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to play at Brockport and and um, go to school there. So I, I think that the school does have a lot to offer. And then, of course, the baseball program. I think being a little bit, I guess, uh, you know, being inside of it for uh, 12 years now, whether as a player or a coach, I think it's just one of the top uh, and good people. You know, there's just good people around the school and the program, and, and uh, you know, I love to be part of it. Well, you say, you know, you've built a program up with good people, but it does take a quality leader, and, and you've been that to them. But uh, you and I have met a couple of times through a mutual friend we have in uh, Gary Sauer, who works with Athletes in Action on the Proctor yep. campus. Can you tell us a little of what his friendship and what a, uh, AIA itself has meant to you there at Brockport? Oh, God, they they have been, I mean, as far as as far as a, a, a first off, a first-class gentleman with, with Gary Sauer, I mean, the He's done just about anything that the, the program needed. You know, whether it's our team getting, you know, sick practices and and needing a, something a bite to eat. He's he's coming in and he's uh, you know he's bringing bagels. He's he's reaching out to some of the kids that maybe the family is a little further away and and trying to be a support system for them. And he is him and athletes in action are are really first class all the way. And they've done a lot for our program and and we really appreciate everything they do. I know he gets a lot of support from. From and um, you know, I had a chance to speak on his behalf for um, his recent. Uh, I, and I, don't, I guess I don't know exactly what it was, but his recent uh, sure. uh, yeah. pledge or whatnot. And, and um, you know, he, he really, really has yeah. been awesome for our program. I really can't say enough about him as a person. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. Athletes in Action has a great ministry on uh, the campuses. Um, 
Before we let you go, Justin, we have a tradition of uh, asking three nosy questions, and I wonder if you play <laughs> along with us for just a moment. Let me ask you this. What was the last movie you saw in the theater? Oh, boy. Uh, good question. It's easy to roll here. them up on DVD, last, you know, pop it in. Last but what movie you, what I saw, and I'd like theater? to give you a sports movie that I, that I saw last, but I don't know if I can do that. Um well, let me ask you it's this. Too, then. It's been too long. I don't even know if I can, I can remind, remember. <laughs> We're going to do it. Too much out on the road recruiting. Not enough going to the movies, I guess. A little later in the program, in honor of the MLB draft, we're going to do our top draft picks of all time baseball movies. What would be your all time favorite baseball movie? Oh, geez. Um, I think Feel the Dreams. That's a Feel good Feel the movie. Dreams was one of my favorites. Uh, just when I grew up, and it just was, you know, had that old time baseball feel and i learned a lot about the game and and watching that movie was pretty cool so that was probably my all-time favorite all right we'll let you off the the hook easy tonight uh what was <laughs> what, one more what was your least favorite food that your parents made you eat as a kid what did they try to force you to eat that you didn't uh, want geez. any part of it probably was uh like beets or something i, I wasn't a big fan of beets <laughs> my mom, my mom used to like to make you stuffed put, you cabbage put those things down and Make you a good ball player. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, I'm with you. Keep the vegetables away. Justin, congratulations again. Thanks for joining us on the program. Uh, I wish you a lot of success down the road. I really appreciate you guys having us on and all the support. We we uh, greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks again. Benson and those right. guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solution Sports Radio, ESPN 950. Registration is now open for GNT Soccer in Hilton, beginning August 16th and continuing each Saturday morning through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. Happy Five Soccer for ages 5 through 11 and GNT Soccer for ages 12 through 14. All games are played at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton, serving the community for 23 years. The soccer programs offered through GNT Athletics teach soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that will leave your family with many great memories. For more information, or to register, visit gntsoccer.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. 
This segment of Benson and Those Guys brought to you by Team Valley. Team Valley Incorporated is a nonprofit organization whose goal is to provide high-level youth sports opportunities at lower cost. And here's where you can help. The third annual Team Valley Golf Tournament takes place Sunday, June 8, 2014. Registration at 1130. Shotgun start at 1. It's the Chile Country Club at 760 Chile Scottsville Road in Scottsville. For more info, email Dave Valley. That's Dave at ValleyBaseball.com. V-A- a-L-L-E baseball.com. Dave at valleybaseball.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit Town and Country Solution. You're listening to Rochester's only faith-based sports radio program. Benson and those guys brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Benson and those guys. I'm here with Zach, Darren, and Dan. And we were just talking a few moments ago with Justin Beach, head baseball coach out of the college at Brockport. And we talked about his favorite baseball movie. He suggested it was Field of Dreams. So I thought in honor of the uh, baseball draft, which nobody cares about, we would do our draft picks. We're not going to pick people because, again, nobody cares. So let's do our top three draft picks, baseball movies. Zach, what do you got? What's your top three on your board for baseball movies all time? Well, I, I started with a list of like six or seven movies. And I said, we had to have three. So I narrowed it down to the three that I watched the most over and over as a child. And at number three, I have Pride of the Yankees. Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth as himself. It's a tearjerker, but it's a great baseball movie. It's fantastic. I recommend it. He dies in the end, right? (laughs) I think he gets sick at the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he gets sick at the end, the credits roll, and you know he's dead. Uh, Number two, Angels in the Outfield. It's 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 just tremendous. It's How do you go from Pride of the Yankees to Angels in the Outfield? These are my favorite baseball movies right. of yeah. my childhood. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get killed, Little too. Don't ten-year-old worry. Zach loved these movies. Right? <laughs> Number one, not only one of my favorite baseball movies, but one of my favorite movies of all time, The Sandlot. Classic. The Sandlot is just... When I think baseball of my childhood it's the sandlot i could quote that movie for probably we quoted it in the car on the way here could quote that for hours it's such a great movie true story my wife recently has never seen the sandlot this is why i love my wife she says let's watch the sandlot she orders it up from netflix netflix and there we are watching the sandlot it was a beautiful romantic evening oh good i wish my wife would do that dan what's your uh three draft pick well my number three uh was stolen by uh zach so uh, to replace that. Now, I got to tell you, I've never seen Bull Durham. I have You've never seen I've Bull never Durham. seen Bull Durham. I have never seen Pride of the Yankees. I've never seen a plethora of baseball movies that I should. I don't know why I haven't had the chance to see them. I just haven't seen them. I've seen Field of Dreams, and I, I, I'm more. Uh, I just can't. I, I mean, my whole thing is if you build it, they'll. <laughs> okay. It's a nice story, but it's fantasy. My top three New York Yankees, the movie. It's a documentary. 
and not many people have seen it. It got me in, into baseball in 1988 because it came out my high school. We got a VCR in 1988. My high school, or sorry, our, our library back home had this New York Yankees movie. My mother brings it home. Hey, you guys like the Yankees. Why don't you watch this? If you need a... If you have a kid who's a Yankee fan and he needs to learn a lot about the Yankees in a short amount of time, it brings you up to 1987. Watch that movie. Everything's covered. It's better. It's done better than Yankeeography. You don't need to watch all the Yankeeography. Just watch New York Yankees, the movie, from, and it gives you the entire history from 1902 to 1987. Everything from Ruth to Winfield, the whole shebang. And the last 25 years. 25 years or so doesn't you don't matter. Need, you don't need it because you can catch that up on your own. You can catch right. that up on your own. You're young right. enough. Number two, Major League Two. Why not Major League? I like Major League, but I love Major League Two. Don't ask me why. I just loved it. I can watch it anytime it's on. It cracks me up. Willie Mays Hayes? Willie Mays Hayes is hysterical. How about or Roger Dorn, you know, buying the team and then selling the team back and then having to activate himself as the general manager. It's hysterical. <laughs> uh, and my favorite baseball movie of all time, and it's in my top five movies of all time, and I will sit down and watch this. If it's not, I'll get stuck doing it. It's a league of their own. League of their own. I will watch that movie. Classic. I love that movie, and I'm still looking for a uh, a, uh, a, uh, a Rockford Peaches baseball cap to wear. There is no crying in baseball. I remember being really mad, and my mom made me watch that movie growing up, and then I wouldn't admit for years that I liked it. Mm-hmm. it was Wait a minute. Movie. She made you watch it as punishment? I what kind know, of punishment is that? I don't remember why she made me watch it, but... I just I didn't want to watch a bunch of women playing. Your mom rocks. She's making you <laughs> she's, watch. This is a great classic. mom. At the time, I, I was not appreciative. Mm. Well, what's your top three draft picks? All right, my uh, number three is Summer Catch. It is a horribly acted movie. The baseball <laughs> scenes are terrible, but it has Jessica Biel, so it makes my list. Uh, <laughs> number two, Rookie of the Year. Uh, kid breaks his arm and then uh, like miraculously can throw 90 plus. It's my fantasy. Yeah, everyone wants to be able to do that. It makes no sense. The only believable part of that movie was that the Cubs signed a, a kid to pitch for them, which <laughs> I could see happening this year. And uh, they're constantly rebuilding program. Yeah, they've been rebuilding forever. Well, they've had just Samarja. You know? Yeah. They well, signed a wide receiver to go pitch for him, and so far he's <laughs> the best player. <laughs> Number three is uh, Little Big League. It's another movie with horrible acting, but uh, it has a 12-year-old that manages the twins, which I could also see happening now. And it that movie's has a, terrible. <laughs> and it has a few notable has a few notable cameos. You know, some guys that you've probably forgotten about, but others like Randy Johnson, Griffey Jr., Paul O'Neill, Lou Pinella, and uh, Chris Berman is in it as well. So, makes my my list. Well, sticking to movies, so I guess I can't use the Yankee episode of Seinfeld where Paul O'Neill, uh, <laughs> you know, hits two home runs. My my top three, and and you guys have great choices, uh, but my my number three is for the love of the game, Kevin Costner, love that flick. Number two, and this is this is uh, very very close. Of course, Dan shredded my number one that I have, but number two, The Natural. You know, baseball players coming out of the cornfields, uh, that's just classic, especially if you live near a cornfield. We had to mention The Natural at some point. You it had to have, come You up. can't have this discussion without that movie. And number one is Field of Dreams. That's the one with the baseball players coming out of the corn. But the, the thing that impacts me, and as we were talking earlier, uh, four dudes in a room, each picking movies, and we came up with how many different movies? You would have thought we'd all come up with the same ones. You know what we need to do next time is find out how many baseball movies Kevin Costner's done. Because for every three baseball movies that are made, Kevin Costner's in one of them. 
And then he changed to football, and I think that thing got panned. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I had no interest I can in come that. up with three, right? He did Bull Durham. He did For Love of the Game and Feel the Dreams. Is there any others? Did he do anything else? I feel like there has to be more. No, oh, there's, there's, there's plenty. There's, there's plenty. of. I got to catch up, actually. I've, I feel like I have neglected to watch those movies that I should. You're killing me, Smalls. I'm sure I am. I knew you were going to say that, it. too. With that, Benson and those guys presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions, Sports Radio, ESPN 950. This segment of Benson and Those Guys is brought to you by Team Valley Incorporated, a nonprofit organization whose goal is to provide high-level youth sports opportunities at lower cost. Teams learn to play the game of baseball and softball the right way. They learn and demonstrate respect for the game, umpires, opponents, and each other, and improve through professional instruction at Valley Sports. For more info, contact Dave Valley at Dave at ValleyBaseball.com, V-A-L-L-E, Baseball.com, or at Team Valley, V-A-L-L-E, Com. That's TeamValley.com. Registration is now open for GMT Soccer in Hilton, beginning August 16th and continuing each Saturday morning through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. Happy 5 Soccer for ages 5 through 11 and GNT Soccer for ages 12 through 14. All games are played at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton, serving the community for 23 years. The soccer programs offered through GNT Athletics teach soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that will leave your family with many great memories. For more information or to register, visit gntsoccer.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town and Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town and Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town and Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit Town and Country Solution. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. MatchplayCustomApparel.com Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions here on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. We're joined now by Derek Whitmore. Derek, local uh, hockey legend, let's say, had the misfortune of uh, growing up with my man Darren over here, but uh, he loved it. Uh, Derek, you made out all right, even with Darren's influence. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, 
Hey, you played a while back. You played some games over in Germany. How was how that experience playing in a foreign country? Um, it was uh, definitely different. Um, you know, different in a good way, though. Uh, just the difficult at first getting used to the, the lifestyle and, you know, the language barrier, and, and you can't just hop into the grocery store and, and pick out, you know, the food that you would get over, uh, you know, over in the U.S. And, um, you know, it was hard reading labels and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we picked it up pretty pretty quickly um, and, and kind of, uh, you know, really enjoyed ourselves after that. There's no Wegmans in Germany, I imagine. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no Wegmans over there. Now, you finished out this season playing for the uh, Adirondack Phantoms. But uh, yes. you're still you're signed with Hershey. Uh, you were there on loan, is that correct? Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, the AHL kind of has a different trade deadline day as opposed to the NHL. Um, the NHL trade deadline was a week before the AHL trade deadline, and then a lot of teams at the AHL trade deadline instead of making uh, you know trades because you know most players in the American League are on NHL contracts, and you can't trade NHL contracts past the. NHL trade deadline, so what they do is they just loan players, and basically, you know, you're still, I was still property of the Hershey Bears, but I got loaned to the Adirondack Phantoms, so, um, you know, that, that, uh, that's kind of how that works. It's a little bit different because, you know, you're not really employed by that team, um, you know, you're still employed with a team that you sometimes are playing against, um, but, uh, you know, I think the trade worked out well for me. We were talking in studio trying to figure out exactly how well how a loan works, you don't borrow on a player. You follow, in, uh, I would imagine, the Stanley Cup Finals. Do you have a rooting interest? Do you have a team you prefer? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, I like L.A. I mean, I, I think they're a very, very good hockey team. And obviously, um, you know, Rangers haven't really been in the Stanley Cup Finals in, in 20 years, so it's nice to see uh, a new team get there. But I think L.A. is going to take this one again and win another cup. In game one, Henrik Lundqvist made uh, like 40 saves in the game and yet still lost. Uh, if you're his teammate, what do you what are you saying to your goalie after a performance like that? He, he makes all those saves and he still lost. How do you how do you keep him going? Well, honestly, I think that's something that the Rangers have gotten used to over the you know span of Henrik Lundqvist's career as a Ranger. Just you know, he does that on a nightly basis, and, and that's the good thing about having uh, a world-class goalie like him is you got a chance to win every night. Unfortunately, you know, he he did his part, and the guys didn't you know score any goals for him, or they only got two goals for him. But um, you know, you're just kind of looking at Lundqvist, I think, and saying like, well, he did our part. We got to kind of pick him up in game two, and, and maybe try to score some more goals for him because we know we're going to get a another great start from him so i don't really think there's too much uh conflict uh, between the players and the goalie there especially at this time of year yeah you know the, the kings do a good job they're down two nothing they uh never seem to panic especially you know, you're, you talk about a great goalie uh, uh, like lundquist and you're down two zero what goes to a player's mind in that situation because you know goals are going to be hard to get i know you probably got confidence in your team and certainly the kings score a lot of goals but as a player, what goes through your mind when you're down 2-0 facing a top-tier goalie? It's tough. I mean, with that start that the Rangers had last night, um, you know, I, I was I was actually shocked that they were up 2 nothing, And, um, you know, I think it put the Kings back on their heels a little bit. And, you know, they weren't expecting that type of a push from the Rangers. But at the same time, 
you look at what the Kings have, have done, you know, the last couple of years in the postseason, and, you know, especially this year, I think they've played in, you know, three out of their, all, all three of their series this year have gone seven games, and they're resilient. Nothing seems to phase them, um, and, and that's something that you can't coach, you can't teach uh, that resiliency. Um, it's just up to the, the individual player to be like, you know what, backs are against the wall, but. Um, you know, we've done it before, we've been in the situation before, and, and just keep uh, keep the positive talk on the bench in the locker room. you got two different style teams. you got a fast team in the Rangers. you got a grinding team in the Kings. Do you prefer to face one or the other? You know, I think at this time of the season, um, you know, no matter who you play, whether they're a fast team or a grinding team or a big, you know, a, a good rush team, they're going to be good, and you know you're playing for the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, and and the teams at this, both in the NHL, the AHL, even the East Coast Hockey League, any team that's playing this late in the season for a championship, they're a, a great hockey team, and um, you know it doesn't really matter who you face because you know you're going to get a, a really good hockey team. Derek, this is Darren. Uh, I'm a I'm a fringe hockey fan at best. I admit that. But when you were called up to the Sabres, I think I became the biggest Sabres fan in the world. I didn't miss a minute. <laughs> um, honestly, my limited knowledge of hockey, you looked great, I, you know, but I could be biased. How, how did you feel? What was going through your head when you got that call and you, you finally stepped on an NHL, the NHL ice for the first time? I mean, what was that like? It was definitely surreal. You know, you play hockey for as long as I have and, um, you know, you play college, you play in the American League, uh, have success in the American League and um, you know I, I, selfishly I think at, at times you know I thought maybe uh, maybe should have been called up sooner than I was but at the same time you look at that and you just got to stay no matter uh, what the situation is um, but yeah I'll never forget how that whole thing uh, went down and um, you know we were leaving our Texas swing and we had just played a game in Houston and um, you know, there was a little bit of buzz that there was going to be a couple guys that were going to get called up on Monday uh, to join the Sabres in Ottawa. And, um, you know, I saw that uh, my name was kind of in the mix, um, you know, in the media, whether it was Twitter or just from, you know, word of mouth. Um, but, you know, and it wasn't until I got home from uh, that trip and landed in the, at the Rochester airport that, you know, the coach at the time, Ron Rolson, kind of pulled me aside and, Said, hey, there's a car here waiting for you, and uh, you and Marcus Sweeney were heading up to Ottawa. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it was crazy. You know, we, we left the airport. Um, you know, there's a car there. We made a pit stop at, at the Monroe Ave Wegmans, and then uh, we just headed up to Ottawa. But um, yeah, it was, it was great to, to get that phone call, and um, you know, I was able to share that moment obviously with my wife, and then make the phone call to my dad. Um, you know, I was talking to him when when I was in Wegmans getting some stuff for the trip up to Ottawa, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty uh, pretty emotional both on you know his end and my end. But um, you know, to finally get to Ottawa and get and get with the guys and uh, go out for morning skate the next day, and all up until you know warm ups and then my first shift. Um, you know, a lot of people just told me to relax and go out there and, and have fun and, and told me that you belong here and, you know, just go play your game and do what you do. And, um, you know, I thought I had a really strong uh, NHL debut. I personally think you should still be there, but like I said, I, I think I'm biased. So, whatever. <laughs> I appreciate that. Derek, it's Benson. I know uh, I've seen you around 
church a bit. I know you have a, a faith uh, in, in Christ. I know your parents well and uh, love them both. And let me ask you this. What part of being a professional hockey player really tests your faith in Christ or, or, or maybe perhaps what strengthens it? Um, you know, I, I think the overall uh, hockey community, the hockey, the world, you know, the hockey world, um, you know, not really faith oriented. There's, you know, people kind of well, you can't be a hockey player and, and be a Christian. Um, you know, you're you're too soft if you're, you know, a, a Bible thumper, and and it's just kind of, uh, you know, it's not like a baseball or a football, you know, where there's so many guys from, you know, whether they're from the South or, you know, grew, like, you know, there's a there's a lot of people on the you know, fifty guys on a football team. I don't know how many guys are on a baseball roster. I mean, you're bound to have, you know, a six to ten, twelve know as many uh, Christian guys you have on, on, on those type of teams that are open about their faith, whereas hockey, you know, there's been a lot of years where I think I've been the only guy that, you know, has been a, has been a believer. Um, and it's tough. It's tough to kind of find that mix of being a good teammate, but also making sure you're, um, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing as a, as a man of God. And, and I've, I, I struggle with that daily. Um, you know, in the hockey community, it's hard to kind of walk that line. Um, you know, but at the same time, the American Hockey League, I, I believe, is one of the only leagues uh, professionally um, in North America that has. I think all 30 AHL teams had uh, a chapel this year. Um, I know the NHL is getting toward uh, that number of 30, but Hockey Ministries International has done a great job um, with organizing chapels for uh, you know, for AHL teams and NHL teams and East Coast League teams. So, um, you know, I've been lucky the last couple of years. Uh, when I was in Rochester, there was a few guys that were, were born-again Christians, and we had a really good chapel uh, that, that season in Rochester. And then, um, you know, this past year in Hershey, there wasn't as many guys, so chapel, and there was a new coach, so uh, chapel wasn't, uh, you know, I think we only had a couple. And then when I went to Adirondack, you know, once again, there was four or five guys that were open about their faith and, you know, wanted to do chapels, and we had, um, you know, like I said, you know, six guys, four, five, six guys that were going to chapel weekly. So uh, it definitely helps having those and some of those teammates that you can kind of share that stuff with. Well, we appreciate your testimony and uh, your stand for faith. Uh, we traditionally ask three nosy questions when we conclude an interview. So uh, I invite you to play along with us. These questions, uh, Zach asked these questions, and he put these together. Let me ask you this. Are there any artists on your iPad or iPod that you'd be embarrassed for us to know about? Any artists? I don't know. Uh, you got Taylor Swift on there. What are you, what are you listening to that uh, might be your guilty pleasure? I mean, the, the, maybe the most embarrassing would be, like, Hanson Mbop, that song back in oh, the M-Bop. early 90s. Yeah, Mbop. I don't you know. You just piqued Darren's interest. He stood all up. He's all excited now. Hey, who'd win yeah, in a fight? So, who'd win in a fight, Batman or Superman? Uh, Superman. And what celebrity do you think you look like the most? Ooh, I actually just... Would you consider Eric Decker as a celebrity? Sure. If you say he is, you're a hockey player. I'm not going to argue with you. Celebrity, I don't know. I I like to consider myself maybe a little bit of Adam Levine or uh, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, we're pretty sure we all look like Adam Levine, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> Derek, I want to thank you for coming on the program. It's good to talk to you, and I wish you best of success down the road. Say hello to your mom and dad for me. I will. Thanks a lot for having me. Benson and those guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions, Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit Town & Country Solution. Registration is now open for GNT Soccer in Hilton, beginning August 16th and continuing each Saturday morning through October 4th. Space is limited in this very popular program, so don't delay. Happy Five Soccer for ages 5 through 11 and GNT Soccer for ages 12 through 14. All games are played at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton, serving the community for 23 years. The soccer programs offered through GNT Athletics teach soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that will leave your family with many great memories. For more information or to register visit g and t soccer.com does your neck hurt athletes are your muscles feeling sore come to mind and body massage therapy with danielle de france licensed massage therapist mind and body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs our specialties include sports massage ortho and relaxation massage to schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Rochester's number one faith-based sports program, Benson. And those guys. On Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Benson and those guys presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Follow us on Twitter at btgprogram.com. We are going to go into our weekly segment. I got a useless bit of information here from Zach. In keeping with the hockey theme uh, this week, my bit of useless information is a story about the NHL draft. Diehard NFL fan or NHL fan, sorry, may already know this, but in 1974, the Buffalo Sabres uh, general manager, Punch Imlek, was fed up with the NHL's slow system of making picks over the phone, so he decided to have a little fun at the league's expense, and in the 11th round, he drafted Taro Sujimoto of the Tokyo Katanas. Now, if you're observant, you might notice that Katanas is kind of the Japanese equivalent of Sabres. And that's true, because not only were the Katanas a made-up team, Sujimoto was a made-up player. Nobody fact-checked the pick, however, because this was before the internet, and it was announced, and it was printed in the Sabres' official media guide, and he is still listed as their 1974 11th-round pick to this day. And you'll see people wearing the jerseys now. You'll At the arena, you'll still see it. Later on, you have the Belmont Stakes, and uh, Darren has a... Um he has this unreasonable segment. Now, you got to understand this. Wicked Strong is running in the Belmont Strakes. Wicked Strong, get Darren assumed to be Boston. <laughs> He's worked all week on his Boston accent. Here's Darren with his unreasonable minute. This house, Wicked Strong, doesn't have great odds. 
but he's a solid contender to upset California Chrome and his stupid nasal strip. He's got a monster heart like Pedroyer. And like the city of Boston, he's a fighter. It's going to kick Murphy's. It's going to need all the help he can get. Taking us out of the (laughs) unreasonable minute. I don't know that we'll recover from that one. Belmont Stakes is running later. Is that the horses you guys are going on? Wicked strong? Totally. Who you guys I know nothing else. I got General A-Rod just because you know he's on steroids. I think all horses are on steroids or Winstrel or something. I have to go with, yeah, they're worried about nasal strips, but yeah, you know, Winstrel, that's okay, right? I have to go with the horse that won the Derby. I have to go with the horse that won the Preakness, California Chrome, and I don't normally bet on favorites. But the horse won the Derby on the day I got married. In fact, he won the Derby about 45 minutes after I said I do. So I can always tell my kids if I ever get them, hey, that was the horse that snapped the cripple's crown, the cripple triple crown losing streak that had been crippled for years after a firm won in 1978, and he won the Derby on the day your mother and I got married. I have to go with California Chrome. I got Matterhorn at thirty to one odds, just because the jockey Joe Bravo sounds like Johnny Bravo, which was <laughs> awesome. Now here's how my daughter, my daughter place. picks a horse. She says this. She says, "Well, I like Metal Count because." Well, I like the Olympics and the jockey's last name. The first three letters are ALB, like where I go to college. So that's the horse that's got to win. This is how girls pick horses. Jessica Simpson bet on Smarty Jones because she liked the name, and he he came close to winning the Triple Crown. So maybe you want to go with that, Benson. Except for Dan, that sounds pretty much how we all made our picks right now. Ouch. You guys should head out to the OTB after we're done this morning. (laughs) Yeah, just start open. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to remind everybody your opportunity to see the Rochester Ridgemen, the AIA baseball team, New York Collegiate Baseball League, Wood Bat League out in Webster. The Ridgemen got off to a great start. They are 3-1 and one, uh, at the time of this uh, taping, but you can see them Tuesday night out at um, Basket Road out in Webster. Go support the Ridgemen. Rochester's own Connor uh, Hamilton threw eight innings, took a 3 nothing loss, but threw eight innings for that AIA team. Let's jump into uh, Pest of the Week, as we always do. Dan, I can see in your eyes you have a Pest of the Week that you're just itching to get out. Earlier, you know, I had a lot of pests this week. I usually do. But earlier this week, or earlier in this show, I should say, I talked about Major League Two and how Roger Dorn had bought the team and then sold the team back to the original owner and then made himself the general manager and then put himself into the lineup. Uh, Flip Saunders is basically doing the same thing with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Like, they don't have enough problems. Like, he's never won at all. Never really got much out of them. Got fired from two other NBA organizations, including the Washington Wizards. And now has decided, I can't find any head coaches. I will pull him a Kevin McHale, and I will step up to the microphone, and I will coach the team because I'm the only one qualified. Um, I don't know if the pest is Flip Saunders or the people signing his checks because that organization is a disarray, and Kevin Love is on his way out of Minneapolis. Well, isn't he part owner of the teams? Uh, he might yeah, be he's a part owner, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most Timberwolves thing ever. Darren, your pest of the week. Uh, mine goes to uh, the Wrigley Field scoreboard operator. He fell asleep during the Cubs and Mets game the other night. Uh, I really can't blame him. It's the Cubs and the Mets. Does anyone really want to watch these two bottom feeders go at it for nine innings? But in all seriousness, 
You had one job to show up at a major league stadium and operate the scoreboard for roughly three hours. It's a pretty sweet gig, regardless of the team you work for. Um, so if that's too tough for you, move over. I'll uh, I'll gladly take over. Zach. My pest of the week is this so far unnamed Brewers fan who fell over 15 feet from a TGI Fridays in the outfield, landed in the Milwaukee bullpen, and knocked himself out. <laughs> he, uh, he, he fell apparently face first over 15 feet, and the Brewers relief pitchers thought he was dead until they saw his fingers moving. <laughs> My pest of the week, I'm torn. But I think I'm going to go with Major League Baseball for having something in their draft called the competitive balance round A and competitive balance round B when nobody cares and you're putting it on TV on your own network when there are any number of games that we would rather watch and you're giving us the Major League Baseball draft. Hmm. What do you think? Really? I've never understood the baseball draft, especially with the free agency. And if you lose a player to free agency... You can you get an extra pick unless you sign somebody, then it negates it. Yeah, like that first rounder is going to make that much of a difference, but oftentimes they do. You know, I don't know. I I, I just the baseball draft to me is uh, why, uh, here's an idea. Why don't we play the baseball draft from four years ago tonight or this week and watch that because some of those guys are relevant right now. Hey, remember when they drafted? Yeah, he yeah he blew he blew his knee out. Hey, remember when they drafted? Yeah, he had Tommy's on surgery twice. Yeah, that would be more relevant than you know the baseball draft is going on for guys we're not going to see for a few years. I actually love that idea. I Good. think you should do that for every sport too. Hey, let's go back and watch the twenty uh, the two thousand eleven NFL draft because now those players are actually making an impact in the NFL. Let's do that. No, we won't. Let's 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 just uh, you know let's just uh, project the 2015 draft already i wanted to uh go around the room real quick uh i don't like predictions i never liked it on sports radio but no. this is a hideous program anyway so we have <laughs> nothing to lose uh basically they're just uneducated guesses nobody knows we got the nba finals we got the nhl finals dan who's winning each real quick go Every, everybody's going with the spurs i'm going with the heat and seven games in this one again because they have lebron james as far as the uh stanley cup i couldn't care less zach I've got Rangers in seven and Heat in six. Zach's a Rangers fan. I don't want the Spurs to win, but I got them in seven because they got home court this year. And I have the Kings in seven in a shootout because that's what all hockey series go to. And I also just want to troll Benson and Zach because they're Rangers fans. I have no idea how many games it'll take. I see the Rangers winning it. I see the Spurs winning it. And people, break out your Spurs gear. Wear your Spurs gear. There's no shootouts in the playoffs? No, none. Yeah, that's, that's how much I like hockey. Fringe hockey fan. <laughs> Benson and those guys. BTGprogram.com, at BTGprogram, at Twitter. Sports Radio, ESPN 950. 950. 950. Sports Radio 950. Gotta be me. ESPN. ESPN.